This episode is sponsored by Marvel Strike Force. If you're looking for a superhero-themed mobile game, look no further. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes like Alliance War and Real-Time Arena. The game is currently celebrating its 6 year anniversary, and they're letting new users in on the celebration by providing free stuff, courtesy of our unique link in the show notes. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses, and if you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all of the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We've received a unique promo code, so new users can follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. That's M-A-X-P-O-O-L. Thanks to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slash Home Daily for Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. On today's episode, I'm going to give you my spoiler-free reaction of the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and we're going to talk about a little bit of film news. This is Slash Home Editorial Director Peter Soretta, and joining me on today's podcast is no one. It's just me today. It's going to be a shorter episode than normal, but uh, we wanted to put something out there. There's a little bit of news to talk about. Let's get into it. First up, I wanted to bring up this quote from Steven Spielberg. He made this on Monday, February 13th at the Academy Awards hosted luncheon for the 2023 nominees. And uh, Steven Spielberg was approached by Top Gun Maverick star Tom Cruise, who obviously previously worked with on Minority Report and War of the Worlds. And he told him that his movie saved the theatrical released model. The moment was caught on video and has kind of gone viral on film Twitter, but this is what Spielberg told Cruz. He said, you saved Hollywood's ASS and you might have saved theatrical distribution. Seriously, Maverick might have saved the entire theatrical industry. Tom Cruise took the compliment humbly and shook his hand in response. Now, don't get me wrong. Top Gun Maverick had a huge impact on many people. It, it was like number one at the box office for many weeks in a row. It, it, it was taking in so much money and it people universally across the across, you know, from middle America to the coast, uh, young, old. I don't know anybody that doesn't love this movie. That said, I'm actually kind of surprised by this quote from Steven Spielberg. It, it feels to me um, so nearsighted because I mean the year before Spider-Man No Way Home came out and almost did two billion dollars worldwide 804 million domestically and that was kind of I want to say at the 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 very end of the when the pandemic was starting to to calm down a bit um so the, I would say that was the first post-pandemic box office win and that was in 2021, almost a full year before Top Gun Maverick came out. Um, I mean, Top Gun was there for many weeks helping movie theaters stay afloat. But, I mean, 
when did Top Gun come out? Top Gun was released in May 27th of 2022. And then I think a few weeks later, uh, on Ju- June 10th, 2022, Jurassic World Dominion came out. And Jurassic World Dominion, I mean, say what you will about that movie, but it made $1 billion worldwide. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, obviously, $1.48 billion so a little bit more than that i don't know i just don't i i love top gun maverick i don't understand uh saying that it somehow saved the theatrical movie business it was just the first film to come out if if top gun maverick hadn't come out then would we be saying that about jurassic world which came out two weeks late two or three weeks later for going over a billion dollars i don't think we would it's just weird to me it's weird um, I, I love Steven Spielberg, uh, and I know he was probably just trying to be complimentary to his friend, someone who he's worked with time and time again. But I, I don't. I love Top Gun Maverick. Again, don't get me wrong, but I just don't think it it earns the distinction. It doesn't earn the honor of being the film that saved the theatrical movie business. So, but maybe I'm wrong. The other quote I wanted to run by you today is from. Marvel head Kevin Feige he had a new interview with Entertainment Weekly and he was asked about the Fantastic Four and here's the quote that he gave them we plan on them being a big pillar of the MCU going forward just the way that we've they've been in the comics for the for 50 or 60 years Fantastic Four is the foundation for everything that came after it in the comics there's certainly been versions of it on screen, but never inhabiting the storytelling of the MCU. And that's something that is really exciting for us, unquote. I think this is really interesting because, I don't know, I've been a big comic book fan. I've never been a fan of the Fantastic Four and the movies have been kind of silly or disastrous, depending on which ones you look at. Um, I don't know. I've never really looked at them as such a, a big pillar of the comics, but I, I do get it. I, they are the you know the first family, and they they are so intertwined and everything. But I don't know. I I'm really skeptical if Kevin Feige, who who has such a great track record, so why doubt him? You know, it's it's kind of like don't bet against James Cameron, don't bet against Kevin Feige either. But I I just don't know that audiences are going to love a Fantastic Four movie. And maybe I could be wrong. Maybe they will hit it out of the park. Um, but saying that they're going to be such a big pillar of the MCU going forward, uh, that, that to me is interesting and kind of scary. I, I, I'll i say this. The last few films from Marvel have not been the best. I uh, you know Say what you will about Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness. There's some fun stuff to be had there. I actually enjoyed it. I didn't hate it, but it's it's not a great movie. It's kind of a mess. Uh, Wakanda Forever, I know a lot of people got very emotional with that movie. Um, I think it was made in circumstances that uh, they did the best that they could possibly do considering the circumstances of Chadwick Boseman's death, having to rewrite the entire movie. But it, I don't. I think it's not a great movie. It's not as good as the first film. And then you had Thor... Love and uh, yeah, Thor, Love and Thunder, which, um, you know, coming off Thor Ragnarok, 
coming off uh, Take Away TT with, with that movie, which was so fantastic and so funny and so fresh and so original and uh, just so much fun, Thor Ragnarok was just kind of okay. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little skeptical of what's going on in Marvel right now. I, I'm not suffering the Marvel fatigue that you hear other people are saying about uh, saying that they're suffering the Marvel fatigue. Uh, like Ryan on this podcast has said it. Um, I'm still excited about Marvel. I still think that they have more great films in them. I'm excited about this phase leading up to uh, Secret Wars and all that. Uh, th- that seems extremely exciting to me. Uh, but I will say that they've had some some not so great films lately. You know, even look before that, the Eternals. Uh, was uh, one of the most divisive films that Marvel has ever released. I remember years ago, James Gunn saying that how the Guardians of the Galaxy was going to kind of spawn this cosmic side of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe and that that this was going to be like a big, um, you know, another world for Marvel movies to play in. And I feel like that has not happened. We haven't gotten the movies that were teased at that moment so i wonder what happened to the marvel's cosmic plan because you know uh kevin feige and his team plan these phases you know five ten years out and it seems like something happened and maybe that was the disney acquisition of fox and bringing the fantastic four back into the family and uh how i don't know i I just wonder how you're going to do it i feel like for me and i've said this before on the podcast Fantastic Four kind of needs to be a period film set in like the 60s or 70s. They go to space and then it kind of catches up to the the MCU chronology that we have today. But I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't see... It's very hard looking at what we've gotten from Fantastic Four on the big screen so far to to see them being such a pivotal part of this universe. But... Again, Kevin Feige has proven me wrong before, and I'm sure he'll prove me wrong again. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill but i also wanted to give you a spoiler free reaction of ant-man and the wasp quantum mania i saw this at a press screening on monday night and i i don't want to give you know too much away because obviously i think most of the people listening here are going to go see that see the movie i just want to give you my basic reaction I'll, i'll say this i think it was better than the last crop of marvel movies i've seen the ones I listed before, uh, Love and Thunder, Multiverse of Madness, Wakanda Forever. I think it's better than that group of, that trio of films. What I like about this movie is it's so wonderfully weird. It's them going into the quantum realm and Peyton Reed, it seems like he almost planned this movie as if he was doing a Star Wars movie because it's, it's these characters that we know and love going into the quantum realm and discovering these 
weird worlds. I almost feel like out of Strange World, which is another Disney movie. It's kind of weird that Disney in the last year has released Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and Strange World. And those, those two movies, once you see them, the worlds of them, they even have some characters. Like there's this uh, blob kind of character. It's kind of similar. It's weird that one company produced both of those movies and they're so very similar. And also Disney produced Wakanda forever, which has these blue, these blue alien uh, creatures from the sea. And then they also came out with avatar way of water, which is also about uh, some, some aliens from the sea. That one is a little bit less connected, but it it was weird when I was watching Wakanda Forever and seeing that. I was like, this is very similar to what they're doing with their other movie. Um, so anyways, uh, back to Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, exploring this world, exploring these people, the creatures, the aliens, uh, it really did feel almost like a Star Wars movie. And, you know, Peyton Reed had uh, done some, uh, some episodes of The Mandalorian and he's a big Star Wars fan, so it, it, it makes sense. Kang, who is the villain of this and is going to be the villain of the King the Conqueror, he's going to be the villain of this upcoming phase leading into the Secret Wars and all that stuff. Um, amazing. Jonathan Majors, amazing. If you've seen him in Loki, he's so good. I will say where this movie kind of goes wrong is, is the third act third act becomes very messy uh i don't want to go into spoilers but uh how things get resolved a little bit too um easy and um yeah and uh of course there's there's two end credit scenes stick around for those not going to say anything about them but they're definitely worth your time uh and attention but i i think if if i was going to give this movie a rating from one to ten i'd give it like a let's say a 6.5 or 7 um i enjoyed it it was a lot it was fun the world was the world building was really cool i just feel like it is it kind of went off the rails at some point i know a lot of people are knocking it for it was shot partially on using the same technology that the mandalorian uses stagecraft which is kind of this big screen that puts the actors in this virtual world and yes you can see it I, I feel like they have not perfected this technology especially when you see it on the big screen I feel like it works better on my the smaller screen and like stuff like the Mandalorian but um I don't know I liked Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania it sounds like I'm more down on it than I am I I really enjoyed myself uh Bill Murray is it has a, a smaller role in it that's uh, good to see him in the MCU. And uh, this movie had a little bit of heart and, uh, you know, it's about a family. And uh, how can you not like the Ant-Man movies? They're all delightful with Paul Rudd. Uh, but, yeah, uh, definitely not one of the best Marvel movies, but also certainly not one of the worst as well. I guess that's uh, not, not a ring endorsement. But uh, that comes out this Friday, I believe. Sorry about the shorter episode today. There's just not a ton of stuff to talk about. But we'll be back tomorrow with more. You can find more of all of our work at Slashfilm.com. You can find this podcast on Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, all the popular podcast apps. Please send us your feedback, questions, comments, concerns to us at Peter at Slashfilm.com. And 
please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, spread the word, and we'll see you tomorrow. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.